Hello and welcome to another episode of Nice News. My name is Fernando, a GP in the United Kingdom. Today we'll be discussing the NICE guidance and advice published in July 2023 specifically for primary care. This month we're focusing on obesity, atrial fibrillation and alcohol misuse. If you want to download a PDF version of this episode, there's a link in the episode description. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode is not medical advice, it's only my interpretation and you must use your clinical judgment. I'd like to remind you that there's a YouTube version of this episode, which can be found in the episode description. Now with that said, let's get straight into it. The first clinical area refers to the guideline on obesity. And it says that we will refer for bariatric surgery if the patient has a BMI of 40 or more, or over 35 with a significant health condition that could be improved if they lost weight. The BMI thresholds is reduced by 2.5 for South Asian, Chinese, other Asian, Middle Eastern, Black African or Afro-Caribbean family background to account for the fact that these groups are prone to central adiposity with cardiometabolic risks at a lower BMI. And in terms of pharmacological interventions, NICE has not recommended naltrexone bupropion, but there is a list of three approved medicines for obesity. Liraglutide and semaglutide can only be prescribed for obesity by secondary care and Orlistat, which can also be prescribed in primary care. The prescribing criteria are as follows. Liraglutide is a BMI of 35 or 32.5 for members of non-white groups and non-diabetic hypoglycemia and a high risk of cardiovascular disease. For semaglutide, it's a BMI of 35 or 30 if they meet certain referral criteria, but the BMI threshold will be reduced by 2.5 as well for people from non-white family backgrounds, and they must have at least one weight-related comorbidity. We will consider stopping if less than 5% of the initial weight has been lost after 6 months, and we will use it for a maximum of 2 years. Orlistat, which is the one that we can prescribe in primary care, can be prescribed with a BMI of 30 or more or 28 or more with associated risk factors. It should not be used with other drugs aimed at weight reduction and we should continue beyond 3 months only if the person has lost at least 5% of the initial body weight. However, rates of weight loss may be slower in people with type 2 diabetes, so less strict goals may apply to them. As a separate guidance, NICE is unable to make recommendations on semaglutide for managing overweight and obesity in people aged 12 to 17 years of age, because the manufacturer considers that at this time there is not enough evidence to support it for this population. The next topic is Cardia Mobile for detecting atrial fibrillation. This guidance had been withdrawn because of technical issues, but it has now been reintroduced. Therefore, CardioMobile is recommended for detecting atrial fibrillation for people with suspected paroxysmal AF, who are referred for ambulatory ECG. CardioMobile is a portable ECG recorder, and clinical evidence shows that significantly more people had AF detected using the CardioMobile single-lead device compared with a Holter monitor. Furthermore, cost modeling shows that CardioMobile is cost-effective. In terms of alcohol use disorders, there are five new quality statements focusing on key areas. The two areas relevant to primary care are that adults who are being asked about their alcohol 
use a validated alcohol questionnaire completed to identify any need for a brief intervention or referral to specialist alcohol services. And the second is that adults seeking help are given information on community support networks and self-help groups. Next, I will also mention that there is a first ever NICE guideline on vitamin B12 deficiency, which at the moment is only in draft form. It basically says that older people with unexplained fatigue or mental health problems should be offered a vitamin B12 test. The draft publication offers recommendations on how to diagnose it and treat it. I will not say much more because being in draft it is likely to change, but it is something that we can look forward to in the near future. If you want to see the draft document or take part in their consultation, I have put the link in the episode description. And lastly, we will end with the sad news that NICE is to stop supplying print copies of the PNF. The guidance will now only be in digital format, either online or as a mobile app. So if you have one of these printed copies of the BNF lying around, look after it because given enough time, it may eventually become an important historic item. We have come to the end of this episode. I hope that you have found it useful. Thank you for listening and goodbye.